Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's About Bravo. We have a lot, a lot to discuss uh, today on this episode. And I'm your host, Zach. And I'm Modesto. And we have a returning guest, everyone. You guys loved her before. You're going to love her even more. Everyone, welcome back. Maggie. Hi, Maggie. Hello. Hi, y'all. Coming to you live from New York, where Hurricane Ida has arrived and has shown her presence, honey. Yeah, it's crazy how it said there was a hurricane like two weeks ago. And we were like, oh, my God, everyone run to the store and grab all your shit. And now it's like... (laughs) It's an actual hurricane. Like my kitchen window is busted. Not like broken, but like it fell off the hinge. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It is fine here in Cleveland, Ohio. It was sunny today. I got a thing that said, take shelter. And I said, bitch, where? I'm on the fifth floor. (laughs) (laughs) As I get to the lowest level, I'm like, it's flooded down there. I live in an old building. What do you want me to do? Drown or, you know. I'm not fucking frozen Titanic. It's so good to be back. I can't wait to dive in. I mean, I really uh, had some Twitter hot takes last night during the Roni finale. I saw that a lot of Twitter trolls did not like, and I stand by it, and I can't wait to dig in. You know what's so funny is that both Mo and Maggie are very... Very, very controversial on Twitter. They take no prisoners and they fight with whoever they have to fight. <laughs> Anyone. And I don't know if you guys, if you don't know if you guys saw my reply, but uh, some woman, when I was like, hey, don't come for Ebony. It's not her fault. She's like, I disagree. I went on her um, profile and it was a fake Megan McCain profile. And oh, said, I saw that. I was like, based on your profile, I wouldn't expect you to. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I got blocked. So. I I love nothing more than a Twitter feud. I like to fight. I like to argue, and I like to get messy, and I like to voice my opinion. And I'm gonna give it to him straight. Most most yeah. literally walking into the workroom on Twitter and going like, "I just came to fight." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I can't wait to tag you guys tomorrow and have you guys be dragged into the mud with me. So oh oh, oh goodness. Well, we're ready. We're ready to take them on. <laughs> So speaking of hot takes and opinions, it's time for... That's my opinion! So let's get into the Bravo tea this week. Uh, We are going to start off with the Tom Girardi, Erica drama. So Erica posts out of the blue this like cryptic message. It was so weird. And it just says Girardi. Just Girardi period on her Instagram story. From uh, from create mode. Yeah. <laughs> very, 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 very weird. What does it mean? What does this all mean, guys? What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? What does it mean? Um, I don't know. It's like, baby, this isn't the time to be taking any name in that namesake like taking any pride any joy like baby no 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 no. go back to go back to your maiden name mama (laughs) whatever it may be go back to that to me i think it was just an alcohol induced mistake like you know how you get like pissed off at an ex or a current boyfriend aka what i do every weekend you (laughs) said something that's like petty over the internet and you're like you know what i'm just gonna say it and like yeah, it's just the last name, but I think she's been drinking a lot. And like, wouldn't you, if you owed $25 million, I'd be like, well, I'm just going to pop open every bottle of crystal I've ever had. But um, 
And I, I think know, that I there's like, also some pills involved. I mean, I don't want to get into the pill game. Pills? Uh, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly. What's that one? Uh, wasn't it Dolores when she was talking about Danielle and she's like, I think she's like on something. Like, was it is it pills or like that's very mo right now? I mean, Erica <laughs> has to be taking like fucking Xanax or something. There's no way she could be this calm, like during all of this craziness. You guys also, she's fucking with us. Like, I feel like every single time an actual news story hits with like factual information where it's like she owes something or a new piece like comes out about how her story was bogus. She'll go to social media and say something so cryptic. So we all, it's like, look over there. It's very Jada Essence Hall. There, look over there, look over there. Wherever you gotta look. Yeah. Look over there. Look over there. They're like, Wait, she owes you guys know what her? Dollars, but she knows how to spell her last name. Oh my God, everybody go to create mode. <laughs> Let's all talk about it. Which Wait, is exactly you guys know, what us Ashley's um, doing. Do you know what her maiden name was? What? Erica Chahoy. No. Yeah, it's C H A H O Y, Chahoy. Tough. Interesting. I would have married anybody to get out of that last name, too. <laughs> Erica Chahoy. <laughs> it's oh given very much, it's given crook. It's given, uh, it's, it's given, given it's given, uh, you know, she stole from the cookie jar chips, Ahoy edition, you know, like it's mm. very much that. <laughs> Chahoy. Much that. Chips Chahoy. <laughs> Did you guys also see that it was reported that $150,000 went to DNA Inc. and people were like, that's what Lisa Rena's kids clothing line was named. And there was this whole thing, but it turns out it was just a dance company. <laughs> <laughs> everyone, is, everyone is looking for any, like, Eddie slip up to like throw Lisa Renna into the fire as well. They're like, you know, oh. let's just like kill two birds with one stone at this point. That's what. I was and they're there. They're, you know, notice how Lisa Renna was barely in this episode. She was like, bitch, I'm not getting caught up. I'm not getting caught Wait up. Wait till we get into it. I have so many thoughts. I'm like, baby, that silver bell can't save you. She's like, oh, look how fun <laughs> this is. I'm like, this doesn't take away from your cruelty of what's going on here. But no, literally. Let's go on to uh, the next topic, I guess. So the next topic is that the Real Housewives All-Stars uh, cast picture got dropped today. We finally have a title. It's not called All-Stars. It's like called like Real Housewives, like Ultimate, Ultimate Girls trip. trip. I like it. I do too, but like, I did. I, I saw a tweet. They're like, "We are not going to do R H U G T. Like, we're not. We're not doing that. Let's. We're, like, yeah, let's all agree like that we're not doing real disease. <laughs> Girl, you got R H U G T. Girl, he gave me R H U G T this weekend. <laughs> that just sounds like a COVID variant at this point. <laughs> no, honestly, I mean, if Vicky Gumbelson's involved, <laughs> that's the next variant. No, Did you guys yes. see that meme that was like, uh, just stick Ramona and Vicky in a room together and make it All Stars three? And someone was like, maybe that's a new COVID variant. <laughs> <laughs> Dead. Um, so um, what do you guys think of the cast picture? I I think it's like really pretty, but I do. I wish they did something more with like the background like i wish like yeah. it was like furniture in like a villa or something like that you know and they were all it could have worked um i think that miss cynthia and miss kenya understood the fucking assignment oh and they yes stunning luann is very much holding on to that 10 percent native american with that choker and that belt and the rest of them look good everyone looks good ramona looks like she doesn't belong there. She's like kind of off to the side weirdly. And Kyle's kind of separated from the group too. But everyone looks really good. I Ramona think. looks good, but I do not like what Ramona's wearing. 
No, it's like a satin, like champagne colored jumpsuit. Yeah, not cute. I had I had a first thought and it was how dare they put Cynthia Bailey in the middle knowing that she was not going to return to Atlanta. But then in my mind, I was like, if they had put her at the end, would I be even more offended? Because I'm a Cynthia apologist. You know it, Modesto. I text you when I got deep into Atlanta. I was like, I think Cynthia is my favorite. He's like, just hold on. Don't make that opinion yet. And do not tweet it, whatever you do. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good warning. He's like, do not say that publicly. Just hang tight. Sit for a few more seasons. Um, but I will say that I don't know if it's because I live in New Jersey or that it was my first franchise, as I said, um, the first time I was on, but Melissa Gorga just stays phenomenal looking. And like, as soon as she catches my eye in a cast photo, like I can't see anyone else. It's like, she just reigns supreme. Like, I didn't know the doctors were that good in New Jersey, but Joe Gorga really paid out. And like, it was worth it because as soon as i focus in on her i'm like i can't even see you hoes i mean her and her jennifer lopez cosplay will always be like a serve to me <laughs> she looks incredible <laughs> melissa has not the jennifer lopez cosplay um <laughs> jennifer exactly aiden's coming for that crown too everybody's yeah. like i can't even recognize jennifer aiden i was like that's the point yeah no, <laughs> that's what uh, she wants the nose job that shook the world to me will always be ashley simpson's but Melissa Gorga is a very, very close second. Yeah, when Jacqueline Lerner was like, you've had four fucking nose jobs! You're fake, bitch. Four nose jobs, everything else that you won't even admit to. I'm like, I believe it. Jacqueline Lerner. That one. That one. Um, So let's talk about All-Stars 2 for a second and who may not be attending the trip. So our queen... OG of the OC anti-vaxxer herself (laughs) (laughs) has allegedly contracted COVID and may or may not be able to go on the cast trip. This is right off of um, her son, Michael, getting the COVID-19 vaccine and then her saying it broke her heart. Also, he her <laughs> it's alleged that she's calling this a strange cold. <laughs> yeah, like she's like, it's a head cold. And I was like, bitch, like, I was it's, it's a very strange head cold that I've never had before. It's like, bitch, you got COVID running around Mexico, running around the United States, like running all around. You got COVID. And Victoria, Vic, uh, COVID does not exist, Gumbelson. I mean, who should replace her? Who do you like each pick one person to replace her? Okay. Well, first of all, I just want to say I can't wait for Vicky to be the first guest on Rick and Kelly's podcast on masks. And she's like, I can't smell or taste anything. It's so weird. But like, <laughs> I think it's just a cold here in California in August. It's weird. It happens all the time every year. Um, and, oh Kelly, and Kelly Dodd to just be like, it's, it's just a flu. It's just a flu. It's just a simple flu. And you're doing it's okay. Flu, so we're spinning the herd. It's, we're just spinning the herd here, Vicky. You're good. Yeah, Zach, I want to hear your replacement first before I go. I need, like, 20 seconds. Okay, so my right. replacement is... Uh, Zach, go first. Okay, I'll go first. So I think that they should replace it with an OC cast member because I think that we need a little bit of OC representation. Uh, I mean, I think we need, like, Potomac and Salt Lake and all those other girls on there, but I think that it is kind of, like a slap in the face to the franchise that started it all and they weren't on like the first 
installment of it and then it's mm-hmm. like if you don't replace them with like if there's two installments of housewives all-stars and i am not an oc like stan let me just like yeah. throw that out there i'm not an oc stan so i do think that it should be either like Tamara or like gretchen i definitely think i'm le- like obviously leaning way more towards Tamara, um but i think it should be an oc housewife Imagine if it was like Lori Peterson. <laughs> so random. It should be Peggy. I did not have sex with multiple people. <laughs> Peggy. Were you watching your baby? <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> like, I your love baby, it. Megan. Your baby was crying in the room all night. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so I believe, I mean, I do agree that it should be someone from the OC. If we're going with that logic, obviously Tamara Judge, but like my heart, my soul, my body, my brain, everything, all signs to me are pointing towards Camille Donatachi Grammer. That's a good like, one. Like, that is the only person to see Camille Taylor and Brandy Glanville in Dorinda's house. That would make me so motherfucking wet. I am so excited. That would be insane. That would be really good. Camille's just like no holds bar. I I love Camille so much. And she's an all-star housewife. And she, to me, is just like such a perfect OG. She was like, she was just like the OG, like housewives villain. Like the one that like you hate it. Like I like hated her. I remember watching back and I was like, I cannot stand this woman. And then there's like that scene in the reunion where Andy lists off all the like names that. Mm -hmm. And then I learned to love her when she said, that's the point, Yolanda. You got to be honest. You need to be honest. Yes. (laughs) Maggie, who's yours? Okay. I'm going to go with Karen Huber. I mean, we're all Uh, saying for everybody, we're like, watch Potomac. Everybody needs to watch Potomac. Don't sleep on it. But we're not putting them in these, like, you know, extensions of the show. Like, if we want people to watch Potomac and have a little bit of more representation, then, like, uh, well, I really only watch Beverly Hills in New York. And, like, I fucked with Salt Lake. And we want people to, like, appreciate Potomac. Get the grand dame on there. She would come in and be like mother hen on steroids and like mother goose in a nightmare. It would just be like like Brandy Glanville crying in her arms and Karen just being like, it's okay, baby. It's okay. It's going to be all right. Listen, what they said to you don't even matter. It's going to be all right. (laughs) I want, like, but if I want. trash, but it's okay. (laughs) Karen is going to be on it. I want Giselle on it as well for them to go back and forth and see which women on all stars take whose side and they're uh-huh. like because you know like they're, they're going with like the it has to be like past housewives is what it's what it seems like is fired housewives or people who are let go and Monique obviously declined let's get Katie Roast in there <laughs> let's get let's get Katie see another let's get one. Katie Roast in there because you know I know one man who would be happy to see her on TV screens again and that's Karen Huger's husband baby <laughs> <laughs> another Ooh, one that, that I like. Another runner-up for me would be Kim Zolciak. Oh, I mean... Is that Kim Zolciak? I would scream. That's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, okay. I mean, either Camille or Kim. That's all I want. Fuck Tamara. Camille or Kim. (laughs) That's the best. All right. So that's the All-Stars tea. But let's get into 
that Atlanta is like pretty much closing in on casting. Did you guys see Maggie's going to love this one? Did you guys see Drew Sedora post today or it was either today or yesterday her in like this orange like outfit and she was like feeling peachy. I'm like, does this mean that she got a contract? Like, what's that mean? Um, I hate Drew Sedora, but (laughs) so allegedly, 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 um, what was holding out was Portia spinoff filming and Drew filmed almost all of um, Portia's spinoff with her. And allegedly Portia was holding out on money and holding out on them making Drew full time for her to come back. So she wanted Drew to come back full time for them to give Drew a pay bump and for Portia to get a pay bump. Then she would sign on. It looks like it worked because we have Drew, Portia, Marlo's finally getting her peach. We have Sheree, we have Candy, and we have Kenya. That's a six-person cast. Shamia is allegedly signing on as a friend of, and there's one other person that is a friend of but could possibly be bumped up. Who knows? Shamia is not the FOH that she thinks she is. Shamia's not. She is not a Marlo. No, I she's, will say that not. I do. Um, I do love Shamia during that Bolo scene where she just kept yelling, Bolo! <laughs> that took me out. That took me out. She wanted that man to fuck her. That was a scene for the ages. That's like, so when I keep saying like between Atlanta and between like New York and OC who had the worst season last season, the only thing saving Atlanta is that Bolo episode. Like Portia saying oh, yeah. bitch is going to eat me out. That like, that made an entire season for me. So Maggie, what's your thought on Drusadora coming back full time? Um, I have plenty of thoughts. And this is how I picture negotiations going is like, Everything that hit the news about uh, Simon, I feel like Portia called uh, Drew over FaceTime and was like, you better fucking be on my side. Everything I say, (laughs) you better report it. You better be going to page six. Like, this is not a scam. I'm not pregnant. And Drew's like, fuck it. She's like, I'll get you that peach if you just fucking shut your mouth. And like, you fucking put everything I say to you, you are my puppet. And she was like, absolutely, bitch, no problem. So then Drew secured her peach and... Portia secured her storyline without too many problems and Drew didn't deserve it. Like give me Simon's ex. Andy, do the work. Like I don't care about Drew. All I care about is Drew's super hot and super problematic husband. And that's her only storyline besides hating Kenya more. And like Kenya's going to roast her. She's gonna, especially if she starts siding with Portia, she's gonna be like, "This Kenya is gonna shine next season because she is going to come after Drew and Portia's little duo, and it's gonna be iconic." Yes, agree. So I believe that like Portia doesn't have any fucking like allies on this cast. Maybe Sheree, I think her and Sheree got super close post filming, but Sheree hasn't been on, so we haven't really seen her. So I think she needs her own like little storyline comeback, like before she can make alliances. So I think, Maggie, you're 100% right. She was like, bitch, get me this motherfucking, like, you follow what I'm saying, I will get you this peach and I will get you $5,000 more an episode on your fucking contract. You just follow me. And Drew was like, girl, say less. Say less. No, literally. Yeah, and Portia's like, I'm leaving the radio world and I'll get you that fucking job if you just you know, <laughs> stay close to me. You know that she was great in her teeth. She's right in there like, I have Bravo chat room riding on this bitch. You want a Bravo chat room? I'll fucking get you on there. <laughs> Girl, you want to be a fan favorite or not? Yeah. <laughs> you want to be on All Stars one day? You want to be on All Stars? You want to be in the house? Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah so, there were threats made. There were threats made, and I'm here for it because I threatened Drew Sidor all day just to make her relevant. Yeah. I'd be like, girl, <laughs> you need help. Drive I've also told for... Maggie, don't tweet that. I'm like, don't tweet it. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> Look at me. I can't tweet anything like that. Please. No. I live. Um, so yeah, that's the Atlanta news, and that's pretty much our um That's my opinion segment. So uh we do want to um state uh the news that broke out today that uh Greg Leaks did pass away from cancer. Um so our hearts are with Nini and the whole family, the, everyone who knew Greg and loved Greg, um, just super, super heartbreaking. He passed away from colon cancer, which is like what, like my grandmother passed away from. It's like a tough, like, it's just so sad. And he was, and he wasn't that old. So yeah, I, I know was, that he was only like 66. Um, she loved that man. And he was such, he was such a good house husband because he like stood by his wife without tearing down the other women. You know, Absolutely. which is like yeah. super rare to find in a house husband. So he like um, humanized Nini. He was the good in yes. her. He like if there was one thing that man did, regardless of the state of their relationship, was he was going to ride for his fucking woman till the, to dawn. Like he was going to ride for her no matter what. And they had their ups and their downs. But honestly, they were they were a married couple. They were one of the couples that you can actually say were a, ma- a real married couple. Like right. whose parents don't, you know, that were married for fucking 30 plus years who've had their ups and downs, who don't speak sometimes sleep in separate bedrooms sometimes. But at the end of the day, like that's her husband. That was her man. So, I mean, our hearts go out to them. It's super sad. And I really, I mean, the Atlanta housewives are slowly pouring in with their tributes and stuff. And I can't wait till Andy says something on watch what happens live. And I'm going to be a puddle of tears. Oh, I know. Same. Yeah, we talked about that in our group chat of like, you know, when the news broke out, it was super sad, but like it's in the midst of just a lot of stuff going on. So I don't think any of us have like really had the time to like sit down and like grasp what a loss he is to like our community. And the one thing that I recognize is like there are so many accounts on Twitter and Instagram where like we don't get along about many things and all of our opinions differ based on the housewives and who's our favorite and who's problematic and who's not. But one thing like that is clear across the board is like Greg Leakes was like so respected, so loved and like so needed for the franchise because Nene has been such a character throughout all of it. And Modesto hit it right on the head. Like he humanized her and like brought her back down, you know, to earth when she was feeling her high horse and like getting too crazy and I think that unfortunately, like you never want to see a cancer diagnosis on TV, but when it did happen, it really humanized her and like made us all relate to her. Zach, you said you had a family member with colon cancer, like as did I. So it's, it's sometimes it's quick. Sometimes, you know, it's, it's a slow thing, but um, it's something that we all kind of like are rallying around right now, which is refreshing for this community because it doesn't happen very often. Not at totally all. Totally agree. Yeah, that was, yeah, everything you just said, 100% agree on that. It's like a very much everyone's kind of like united um, today in that loss. Um, but, you know, Greg gave us some like phenomenal moments. Like um, someone shared today that one clip of him and, and Nini. I think it, I think it's when they're all like in Anguilla. Oh, yeah. And she's yeah. like, she's like, do you love me? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, 
she's like, uh, like, when are you going to have my back or something like, like, or something like, when are you going to take me back? And he was like, what? And she's like, take me back. And he's like, what's wrong with my back? What's wrong with my back? Oh my God. You know, it's just like, it's just so like, you know. It's perfect. Perfect. So our hearts um, and our thoughts and our prayers go out to the Leaks family. And, you know, Greg was an icon. May he rest in peace. Yes. Yeah. Mwah. All right. And on to the next segment. I'll go head on with you all day. I'm telling the truth. I am not a liar. You have a lot of nerve. Don't talk to me like that. Or what? Seriously. Or what? (laughs) Or nothing. Right, exactly. Shut the up. You have no idea what you're talking about. Nothing. All right, let's get into this Beverly Hills episode, The Dinner Party from Hell Part 2. Really lived up to the name. I have so many thoughts. This episode was insane. I just can't wait to get into all of it. This was good. This was good fucking TV. I was glued. Hold me to this. This is the best season of Beverly Hills we have ever had from start to finish. We can nostalgic we can be nostalgic for old seasons because they're old seasons, but this season by far is the best season we've ever had. I've never been glued to my screen episode by episode. We are having iconic moments. I'll give you that. Cause I am one of those, like I'll scroll on my phone and then I have to rewind and whatever, mm. especially Roni this season, but Beverly Hills, I'm like, I have to catch every sentence, every syllable. I'm like, I, I'm hanging off of every word. I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? Even with somebody like Lisa Rinna, who has no relevance to this season at all, is being like, do you think you're really being fair? Harry Hamlin. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, who cares? Yes. And still, I'm like, yes, Lisa Rinna, Harry Hamlin in his acrylic nails. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Um, so fucking good. It's no, I mean, I, I'll agree with you. I'll agree with you. I am going to sit on it because if there's one thing that I know about Modesto is that he does not like to marinate on anything. He just gives his like immediate me? Gut reaction. Like we're in a group chat about music, an album will come out. He'd be like, this is trash after the first time he listens to it. And then like he sits on it for like a couple months. He's like, actually, she low key served with this album. And then <laughs> And then he's going to be like, this is the most iconic, (laughs) best season of Beverly Hills ever. And then like, give it like a couple, like, you know, months or whatever. He's going to be like, actually like two, like two did something like two was a cultural reset, (laughs) you know, like, and it's going to be like, so two and and three were cultural resets. Five was a cultural reset. And season 10 was a fantastic season to me, but like nothing's hitting like this season. I I agree to an extent where I think that it is one of the best housewife seasons overall in general, but, but it's also like very invigorating and like, 
I think the reason why everyone is so glued to it is because all this stuff is happening in real time and we get new news every fucking day about this. Yeah. You know, and then it's like, and then Erica tweets something and then then episode airs and then like we find out what, what's actually going on when that news broke a couple months ago. Like it's like kind of like insane. And I feel like everyone is just like, you know, enthralled by the season. So yeah, everyone's eating it up. Yeah. yeah. And I don't know if you guys feel the same way I do, but I feel like an attorney, like watching people on the stand saying incorrect things so they don't know the information because we're so far in the future now that they're like, well, we don't know the facts. We don't know all this. And I'm like, I know. I know. <laughs> we know. You guys are wrong. And I love it. I'm like living for it. I feel I, it's, it's, it's incredible. I can't even describe it, but it's like, I finally have a leg up on them. I'm like, you guys have the life I want, but I know the details and you guys look like idiots right now. No, So we'll get into it because some comments were made. Sisters, some comments were made. Some comments were made. So we open up with Dorit with Dorit and they cut to this cute little picture of Jagger. When that picture of Jagger showed up, I was like, he's so cute. I love my Jaggy. I love Jagger, baby. Even, um, you know what, okay. you know who knew? Jagger knew. Bad Jagger guy. knew. Bad guy. What about them? Bad guy. Who's a bad guy? Is Erica the bad guy? Maybe. You know, kids do tell the truth, but maybe he was prompted. You're the bad guy. That's right. I wear that like a badge of honor, young man. Bad guy. Bad guy. Bad guy. Okay. Yeah. He said it before all of us said it. He read that. He's probably clairvoyant. He probably knows the future. He's like, that bitch is going to be in some legal shit. Give her two, three years, mom. Someone get him to the dinner from hell before because he'll never satisfy you. That little boy, like every time the camera is on him, he delivers a moment. Every single Every time, time the camera's on him, he delivers a moment. Like later on in the episode when he was like trying to get the lipstick on Doreen. And she's like, that's a summer color, baby. Don't. And he's like, it's either going to go on your lips or it's going to go somewhere else. And I was like, no. <laughs> he's a star. Yeah, but in my mind, I'm like, he's heard PK say that to her sometime. In oh. the past. No. <laughs> no. I don't want to picture so, those yeah. two grotesque monsters fucking. Ooh, I have something written down that is the opposite of that. Don't say oh, that about my no. PK. Uh, when he was like, ba- baby, we're going to have to role play later on when that dress love. I was turned on. He was like, PK, you're making me blush, Bob. Bubba, Bob. Baby. I'll kick everything off by saying the flashback of Dorit in 2017 talking to PK about Beverly Beach. Um, I wrote down 2021 Dorit would never fuck with 2017 Dorit. Ever. That oh no! Wet, short, wavy wig and like the choker. I was like, "Oh, honey, twenty two hundred. No, she'd be like, she was wearing like an cut off the shoulder graphic tee. Like, who is that woman? Who is that white woman from Connecticut? Who is she? Literally. Um, but PK is eating Dory up in these wedding wedding dresses. He's like, "Oh, oh honey, that's off the chain." <laughs> <laughs> Like I was like I was like oh okay that was a little cringy but Bob we got Bob we got to think of some dynamic names for these Bob okay the woman the moment <laughs> the uh, Sophia Loren the actress the what's the that made of Pearl the, he Pearl. sounded literally like out of Pirates of the Caribbean when he was like the Poe I was like I was like oh do we got Jack Sparrow over here he's like oh the Poe the Poe 
I could And then not. she's like, every single person that calls me, you always give them details about that relationship. And I literally wrote, makes note to call PK disguises boy George for sexy details. <laughs> oh, oh hi, PK, it's me, George. Have I ever told you guys about the time that my, I don't even know if I'm going to get in trouble for saying this or she is, but my friend, I won't say where she works, but my friend works at a store and she, there was a payment issue with PK and Dorit. Um, and they kept trying to charge their card and they kept like emailing them being like, we need, it's like, a, this is $15,000 for a gown. Like we need this money. And he called and he was like, listen here, you little fucker. Don't fucking think that we don't have this goddamn money. Stop trying to charge my motherfucking card. We don't have the dress. And he was like cussing at her. And she was like, oh, oh my God, <laughs> like, what is this? And she was like, sir, you're going to have to speak to upper level management. Cause like at this point it's gone to corporate. Like we need this money and they got their money. But she was like, he was so nasty on the phone. He kept calling a motherfucker oh my god i also have some tea that's some inside tea which a lot of people probably know you gays probably know but um on bitch sesh um danielle is always asking like she has to be renting these clothes does she own them how is she getting all of these i know her stylist and they are rentals as are a lot of things so so from who uh, I know, who styles her is Justine, mostly. And what Justine does is she gets like loans or will go to fashion warehouses and will rent out a bunch of the dress. So Dorit will pay her a fee. Let's say she pays her $20,000. Justine will get maybe two months worth, probably what they're filming of dresses and gowns and things from like a, a costume shop that carries designer. And then they'll dress her in that. But when Dorit is in her normal everyday, like which she's also spending, she spends money at these houses. Like my friend at Dior sends Dorit a lot of stuff. I have some friends at Tom Ford who send her things. I have some friends at Prada. And when I worked at Givenchy personally, she was buying. So Dorit does buy, but she does a majority of the, a lot of the stuff is definitely from. Was this before like a, or after the lawsuits? This was uh, before <laughs> and after, like her current. Mine are after. <laughs> and I know she's on loan, baby. And I know that it's like, it's in good faith that I know this stuff, but I digress. Very, very interesting. Um, but so back to PK and Dorit. Um, Dorit says that PK is actually the big talker and that like the whole reason why she probably talks so much at the other like events is because PK talks too much. And I was like, I can see this. I can see PK as little chat chat. I can see those two in their house just going back and forth for fucking like, uh, very hyped up on some like illegal substance, uh, maybe a white powder or so, and just like talking back and forth, back and forth for hours, like chain smoking cigarettes and being like, Bubba. Do you have a point? Mo, <laughs> are you saying? Are you saying that she lives in a coke den? The house is a coke den. I've got two little babies, but they live in a coke den. Do you remember her first season? She was like, you know, the weirdest little thing is happening to me. Ever since I've had Phoenix, my nose will not stop running. It just will not. <laughs> I remember this scene. Oh my God. She was in the bathroom with a stylist and she was like, my nose will just not stop running. And then You're like, that's not Phoenix, baby. I'm like, baby, <laughs> baby, there's no jet. <laughs> there's no plane baby there's no plane i loved that tweet this week where they're like that taylor armstrong picture they're like baby there is no roni reunion baby <laughs> there is none. oh god 
Um, but anyway, so then we cut to um, Sutton's like house that she's remodeling, and Kyle is there because Kyle is renting to her. Sutton's like pretty much like living in Kyle's house, which I love that fucking house. I love, love Kyle's house. old house. It just makes me feel, I don't know. Did Sutton's new house seem uh, like small to you guys? Um, yeah. I could- Yes, but I also couldn't tell because it's under so much construction. But like, like that I backyard's remember, not under construction, and that backyard looked tiny, and so did that pool. To be building it from scratch, true. It but looks I feel like, like Erica's seen, little den. It it looked like very close to Erica's <laughs> little little hideaway. It's like Sutton went to Erica's, and she's like, "This is it for me. I'm <laughs> gonna mimic this. This is what is I want." Sutton is Sutton moved in yet? I don't know if she's still in Erica's or in uh, Kyle's rented home. No. I don't know. Someone look into that. Producer? <laughs> no, I'm looking right now. No, yeah, the backyard is like pretty, pretty spacious. I feel like they're just on that little like cliff area though. When they showed the pool, that's when I was like, this looks a little bit tiny. Also uh, for like five, I mean, I know it's like a lot of money, but like five million seems a little bit like, hmm. Yeah. Like, Dorit's house was like six million. Like five million is like what the Vanderpump kids paid for their houses. Oof. 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 Now, that, now, now that's a I mean, I say that up. from my run railroad apartment. That's two thousand dollars a month. <laughs> I'm recording from Is the it only box. six million? <sighs> six million dollars? Like, what do you mean? I'm recording from my parents' spacious home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I also had a question here. Because I always forget, can somebody remind me who Sutton was married to or like how she became so wealthy? He was a head. I feel like a lot of viewers like don't know. Like it was never very explained. And I feel like you two can like give a little background because even to this day, I'm like, you were going to give Erica Jane a $20 million loan? How? He was so, um, he was like a Southern businessman and they moved to New York and he worked for some kind of hedge fund company and then kind of went on his own and made like millions and millions and gazillions of dollars in hedge funds. So he's very, very wealthy. I think like in the hundred million range. Christian, uh, Christian Let me pull out my notepad. Pretends to understand what hedge fund is. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Maggie, that is literally me. Anytime that someone says like hedge fund, I go like, Okay, whatever that means. <laughs> what, does, what does hedge fund mean? I'm going to Google it. Zach, try dating in New York City. Anybody you ask, like, so what do you do? They're like, hedge funds. You're like, oh my God. And you pull out your old Rolodex. Like, I know somebody who does hedge funds too. It's, and you become Whitney Rose. Like, yeah, it was super fun. But like, you're bartenders. And you're like, oh my God. <laughs> Okay, uh, a hedge fund is a pooled investment fund that trades in liquid, relatively liquid assets and it, uh, and able to make extensive use in more complex trading. I don't fucking know. I was like, yeah. was like reading it. I was like reading it like um, Cal from Good Burger. He's like, I know some of these words. <laughs> hey, I mean, a hedge my, fund, pooled investment. My boyfriend, my boyfriend is in finance and like even my family, they're like, what's he do? I'm like, finance. So like, what's that mean? I'm like, uh, spreadsheets. They're like, <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, cool. Literally. I'm like, yeah, all right. Cool. Microsoft Excel. Yeah. MD so spread. I don't know. Um, um, I I know nothing about hedge funds. Nothing. 
Anyways, so when uh when Sutton when they were like talking about the fight with Erica and Kyle, I was like, how do you feel about the fight? And she was like, that doo-doo colored nail was pulling. I have that in my notes too. <laughs> Not the shit colored nail. What did she say? She goes, uh <laughs> Uh, she was like that doo-doo color nail pointing in my face. Play the clip. <laughs> when I saw that daggum doo-doo nail pointing at my face <laughs> and calling me Miss Small Town. You and I are going to deal on another level. You be quiet. Okay. All right, Miss Small Town. I'm so worried about my motherfucking reputation. I realize now. Literally. Yeah, wait, insert clip here. Insert clip here. When I saw that daggone doo-doo color nail... <laughs> Then she had the line of the episode when she said, Erica made a deal with the devil, and the devil always comes a knocking. It looks fishy. Erica is acting like she's totally innocent. Emphasis on the word acting. But Erica made a deal with the devil, and the devil always comes knocking. And she was Here's the thing, y'all. I haven't been on this show in a minute, so... I've been telling Modesto that my thing was like, I don't think Erica knew the whole time. I think Tom came to her, busted into her boudoir and was like, we're fucked. This is what's going on with me. You need to get the fuck out. I've already like secured a team who's going to take care of you. This is the story get to it and she was like do i stay on bravo he's like yes you stay on bravo it was very porsche to drew the door he's like you fucking stay on bravo and you tell them that i i rolled down a cliff and i broke my ankle but i didn't get in a car accident i just rolled down it i was down there for 12 hours but i was only down there for 45 minutes i called you but the ambulance came and got me and she was like oh okay then she drank a little bit she drank a little bit in laquita and she was like Shit, I don't remember the story. <laughs> and she knew she she's like, yeah. And you could tell that like when they were like coming at her like with questions, she's like, mm, yeah. <laughs> he rolled down the hill. And you're like, this is a woman who is A drunk and B lying. And I've been both at the same time numerous times. So you're like, I can clock it from a mile away. So I'm like, that pause and that like, and I have a lot of Botox in my forehead as well. So like our eyebrows don't move. So we can't show like a, we've been caught. We're like, oh. <laughs> I 100% um, agree. And when Sutton like put it perfectly, she said that Tom ran in that room and he said, gigs up, been a nice ride. Take care of yourself. Literally, that's gigs what I- it's like the gigs up like sorry girl nice like, ride baby it's been a nice 20 years but take care of yourself here's some money on the side here's the legal team here's a story that we're gonna push you push this fucking story you'll be okay yeah. babe you well, got that's it? why it seems like i and mean Maggie, you okay like with everything that she's saying when I everything that, that she's saying that like he did to her throughout the marriage and this is when you left like I would have been out the door like a long time ago. He yeah, because definitely ran all those the things room. that he was doing throughout the marriage, the money was still rolling in. So money was more important than her feelings and her like moral code. She didn't give a fuck. But as soon as the money stopped rolling in, she was like, "Oh shit!" The 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 gig I don't even is think, up. 
I don't think she knew the severity of it. I think he was like, get out. I fucked up. There's going to be a lot of shit that comes out. Roll with the punches, but like, keep it vague, but like, keep it moving. Yeah, keep but I don't going. think she thought and they then were going to be like Mike read, Tyson fucking punches. Did you guys read that um, lawyers, when they have female representatives, that they like make them wear headbands and their hair down and yes. dress conservatively because that's how they want you to dress in the courtroom because it makes you look innocent? When have we ever seen Erica Jane in a... Uh, no, she came in and she knew the assignment. She's like, who, me? She had her a black head. Erica learned yeah. a lot more than just how to tap dance on Broadway, okay, by playing Roxy Hart. Let me just let me just yes. <laughs> let me just throw that out there. Mm-hmm. She really took she that Roxy Hart character and like ran with it. <laughs> ran with it. All right. Um, but yeah, so like then we cut to um Crystal and she's having Erica, Kathy, and Garcelle over for dinner. Such a random group to me. It's like they press randomized on Housewives of Beverly Hills, and then they press the space bar, and it landed on those four, and they said, hmm, we'll go with it. It was like, no, it was literally like, pick like a group of women, a venue, and then what you're eating. It was like, all right. It was like Erica, mad. Garcelle, Kathy, Crystal. Crystal's but I will say that I love duck. Kathy without <laughs> Kyle. Huh? I love seeing Kathy without Kyle. I did too. It was it, and Kathy kind of got a little messy. She was voicing her opinions a little more, and it was nice to see her without Kyle. I will say, why the fuck did Crystal eat guinea pig on the side of a road? <laughs> did I miss that? Did you guys? Miss and here's that? the thing: she, I look at her and I'm like, she's so brilliant. The fact that she was like guinea pig and didn't know what that was, she didn't know it was a rodent and not an actual pig. I was like. Well, yeah, okay. she said, I'm an adventurous eater. One time I ate guinea pig on the side of the road and I thought it was a pig, but it was actually like a rat, but it tasted like chicken. I mean, on the I'm side not of the road, like I'm assuming like she stopped somewhere and ate that. Yeah, right? No, she, like... stopped, she stopped. It <laughs> was she said, yeah, she threw it on the grill. She said, Rob, throw that on the grill. It's dinner, baby. Wait, can we, can we, I want to take a moment. Can we talk about Rob? <laughs> would you guys, would you guys? No, spit it out, spit it out. Stay with Okay, I would, and hear me out. I love the Lion King. Imagine that you turn that on for your children and you're like, my man did that. It turns that gets me you, on. That gets you a little, you know. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. You quit I wouldn't a little bit. Never. No, no, no. You guys no. are gross. Have some Mo- fucking moral, have some, have a fucking moral compass. Well, wait till we get to the I do. I'm like, Mauricio I'm marrying the director of the Lion King. How more pure do you get? <laughs> I don't know. Something ain't right there. We're going to find some shit out in about three to four seasons. You heard it here first. <laughs> See, I'm as a- Nikki Gumbel said, call me in five years when you're still married. As an honorary Disney gay, I would 100% jump in that man's bed. Mm. 100%. If my husband directed the fucking Lion King, yeah. That's a serve. And, well, I mean, that's, Chris- and that was something that made me gag in the dinner. Like, um, when they were all like going like i've never like this felt so housewives like this scene where it was like we are in the same country club and i've never heard of her yeah i've it felt never heard of her house, it felt very much vintage housewives where it was all about just not publicity it was about status who you know and the show stayed within the show and didn't go to the press and they're like well i don't know who sutton strack is and then when erica said yeah she's like this is the hiltons and then garcelle was like I've never heard of Crystal. 
I've heard of Rob Minkoff. I met Crystal. I didn't know Crystal. I knew Rob Minkoff. Yeah, and then I when heard of Crystal, I was like, I was like, oh, and they were just dragging, were dragging Sutton Sutton for left Phil. and right. But the fact that Kathy was in on the dragging kind of shook me. Me too. I was like, wait a minute here. When she said, if Kathy Hilton doesn't have anything to worry about, then Sutton Strack doesn't have anything to worry about. And she said, you should be lucky. We know who the fuck you are. I was like, bitch. Also, when they flashed back to that scene and Erica was like, like, you have nothing to worry about. And then she was like, yeah, like being here with you, basically being on this show, I have to worry about it. And she says, well, I'm going to be here motherfucking longer than you. So sit the fuck back. I was like, oh, girl. And yeah, no. Erica, don't fucking say that too many times because I think Sutton Strack might outlive you, mama. Yeah, seriously. Oh my gosh, that that was that was a really good scene though. But um, so then we cut to um Kyle and Kyle and Mauricio are celebrating their 25th anniversary. This looked so cute. When no, I'd first, watch them fuck these two, I'd watch at first when she said. Like when Sutton was like, what are you guys doing for your anniversary? She's like, just like kind of get the kids out of the house and just have dinner at home. I was like, for your 25th? And then I like saw the setup and I was like, "Mm." yeah. But I will say that it's pretty disgusting that they decided to get seafood boil. (laughs) For the 25th. Yeah, but that's probably like a cute little thing between them. Like, because he was like, oh, we're getting Joe's, you know, crab. Like that's probably something between them. I don't know. I'm getting seafood boil tomorrow and you have to like put gloves on and like use those big things to crack the fucking, it's just not, it's like the least sexy meal you can think of. You get some. After 25 years, I'll watch you let me shit out my seafood boil at that point. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if it was Mauricio, I would too. (laughs) No, this is my only note for this was in all caps. This is why we all stay horny for Mauricio. No, (laughs) seriously. The sweetness that went into it, the thoughtfulness and like, but he doesn't overdo it. Like you can tell no. he's not doing it for the cameras. It's not like he's not oh, overcompensating. Look at what I do for my wife. But I will say, my next point was I can't help but think of the chick who submitted to Demois about how kind he was after cheating on Kyle. I like, know. Was, I was thinking about this the entire time. Oh like, whenever God, I see them, you. I like cannot not think about the alleged cheating allegations. Like I can't like, and it's and so never, hard to watch. They haven't come up on camera since Brandy Glanville brought those tabloids to Puerto Rico in season four, but they're out there. They're out there heavy and hard. And somehow they just go away because Bravo knows that Kyle is their queen. And I feel like they make a lot of those rumors go away. Yeah. The Bravo PR team is like, wipe, 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 wipe. So guys, it is time for Kathy Hilton's dinner. And I, I want to be invited to this so bad. Like I, I have a question. Head. I have a question for you guys. Huh? Have we ever across the board of any franchise ever seen wealth like this? No. Ever. no. Maybe Heather and Terry, but like not, not to this level. But it's done so tastefully. Taste. Heather and Terry are like, we're rich and we're going to like. They're a little showboaty. Kathy is like, when. <laughs> When fucking Kyle had to call her and he's like, uh, Kathy Hilton residence who's speaking. She's like, this is Kyle. Can I talk to my sister? Like <laughs> that is landline. Well, like you can't even call your sister's cell phone. You have to call her home in order to get her on the phone. And then she doesn't even talk to you. She goes, that blueberry. Oh my God. You can tell that she's like kind to her staff and she doesn't mm-hmm. call them the help. Like you can tell that like, 
her butlers and everything else like love her because I mean, I'm going a, a little bit ahead, but like when they went back in the kitchen, they're like, they're fighting, they're fighting. You can tell they've never seen anything like it because that's not Kathy's MO. Yeah, like, that her dinner parties are just like class. And like, I just, I was like thinking to myself, I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen wealth like this on Bravo on anything. But I, I, I'm glad you guys agree with me because I'm like, this is next level. And she's only a friend of, and it's not it's even like she's putting world. it in our face. It's not a house of cards that's going to fall. It's money that we've known way before this franchise. And it's money that we're going to know after because the Hilton name will live on longer than the three of us will live in this on this earth. No, like, yeah, seriously. Like caviar pie, you guys. That was a quiche with <laughs> caviar that was probably like $17,000 worth of caviar on a, a pie that she's just like here and then you platter. sample it with vodka the way that Dorit was almost orgasming that entire fucking like dinner she was like oh this, and this is rich oh yes i was just absolutely dying at patrick the butler like everything he said was just like so fucking hysterical to me like when when rena came in he's like i love feminine things and you look oh you're walking down the runway and she's like oh my gosh i love you what's your name he's like patrick hey super elegant see i'm french so i love feminine and elegant ladies thank you i can see you walking on the runway in paris oh my gosh i love you what's your name patrick hello patrick i'm lisa (laughs) it was just so entertaining and then like when he was like when they were all fighting and he's bringing out like the lamb chops like the camera angles where it was like showing like the lamb chop and the women fighting in the background i was just like the the editing this episode was so good because when he was trying to give her the lamb chop the sound was like far away so they made the sound be way in the background and just heard eric on the background like shut the fuck up with that shut the fuck up. like going in and then him just trying to like slowly put that lamb chop in her then face. he runs into the kitchen he's like they're fighting like cats and dogs out there wait <laughs> let's rewind a bit you guys you guys are forgetting the best part of this before the fight because i don't think dorit has ever been more sexually satisfied by anyone <laughs> other than them calling her mrs versace they're like mrs versace please and she was like oh her face was absolutely <laughs> delighted. She was like, she didn't even question me? it. She said, yes. <laughs> I feel like I'm in my element. I'm like, you're not. You're not <laughs> now. You're, f- you're like, from Connecticut. Yeah. Wait, what did we think about? So everyone starts trickling in. What did we think about the looks? Like, let's do some fashion play. Who did um, like? I didn't Who think any of them were like super outstanding. I think Garcelle is like just really like missing in the fashion department. Her confessionals and yeah. everything else are like majorly on point, but she's like, no, I would never call Garcelle the Giselle of this franchise. No, no, but, no, no. Nobody's the Giselle. No. It's like she's just, it's like she's not too far off the mark, but she's just like missing it a little bit. It's just yeah, not like, like she's this, missing it enough. Yeah. Where just like, where the thought is there and like it just needs some polishing. Like the shoes were bad with this. The red accents were bad with this. Her hair and makeup were stunning. Like the coat. They weren't and, even red accents. They were like neon pink. Yeah. It was I'm just, like, it was a miss. I thought Dorit looked super fucking cute, though. It was almost like giving me like anime vibes with the hair. Yeah, like, I liked Dorit's. And then I also like I liked Crystal's because it was like very like simple and it showed her body really well. Like I like I just thought she looked really cute. Crystal um, was giving me like the slutty senior that goes to homecoming and is like, my mom's finally letting me get a dress in the $99 section, not the $60 section. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Parma. 
Yeah, really. <laughs> it was it was Valley Forge, like for sure. Also, like Erica's could have been better if that top didn't have holes in it because I don't understand that. She was like, Mikey, we got to make a look quick, and he like took the scissors and just started cutting holes into the top. That was a. Let me tell you something as a no. Let me tell you something as a blonde woman though. I fucking lived for that hair. If I, I could ever pull was, off, oh my god, so a good. Side part with clips and a flipped out fucking ponytail you couldn't tell me shit if i could pull that off or get a team to like put enough extensions in to like make it look like but as a blonde woman i'm like oh and i that's all i could watch she's just flipping and she knew what she was doing she's flipping it around she's like or what or what and it just and it was oh but this goes to show that erica Erica doesn't have the money because this was the day where we either paid the hair or we paid the makeup people. And this day we only paid the hair people because the makeup people. <laughs> you, you guys. <laughs> Mama, like, only only one check cleared. And the only check that cleared was the hair because that hair was fucking flawless. But that makeup bitch, half of it was on the shirt. Half of it was not the color. The neck did not match the face. And there was a clear discoloration line from her hairline to her face. No, she called so her assistant true. and was like, hey, can you guys find that makeup crew who got me um, on that rock scene with Kyle? Yeah, yeah. No waterproof mascara. I know that's extra. Yeah. No, I'm not going to cry. No, I'm not going to cry. No, no. And my foundation will be fine, too. I'm not going to cry. Seriously. Don't worry about it. I'm totally fine. Don't even worry about it. No, these bitches aren't going to fucking check me. And then cut to like three days later and she's like, fuck. <laughs> she's like damn. crying. Um, right when they all go to sit down for dinner, that's when Sutton is like, I think it would be nice for us to chat. And she's, and okay, I have to say this Erica is like, I, I, I'm not team Erica by any means, but she is, she's eating Sutton up a little bit. She's eating Sutton up for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. She is that villain that we want. It, I understand, guys. I understand if you hate her. I understand if you want the victims to get their money. I understand if she's the fucking devil and the worst person on earth. But my God, is she giving us great reality television. She, It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. Um, um, I'm going to disagree because she talks like some scorned oracle from like the 12th century. She's like, look at me. What are you guys thinking of me? How could you do this to me? It's like, oh my God, bitch, we're not doing this to you. That Los Angeles Times is doing this to you. The New York Times is doing this to you. The Washington Post is doing it to you. The New York Post is doing We're not doing anything. And then here's what I have noted. And Dorit can take a fucking several seats. Several seats. Because she's like, Erica. I'll be with you till the bitter end. I'm like, no, Doree, you'll be with her to the bitter middle at best. <laughs> at best. At best. Boy George will call her and be like, you got to get out of that, sweetie. I've been through it. Because that's her legal it. That's her legal counsel is Boy yeah, George like, and PK. I've been through the 80s. I've been through the 80s. You don't want this. You, and she's going to be like, okay, PK. But yeah. Yeah, but it's like, it's like when when things get too rough, babe, you got to let them go. You got to let them go. And she did this episode. I for once I was like, Doree, finally making sense. And Erica, love you, babe. But that's not what I feel. And she was like, you know, that once an article comes up, all of our names are dragged in it. OK, here's what I'll say, too. Doree is. Has perfected the art of. Delivering a compliment and then a 
fucking low blow. She's like, I love you, babe. But my name's in it. And I don't want to really be in this right now. You know that we don't want to be. And it's like. Yeah, she's like, I love Erica, you. Erica, you have to be sitting there like. You're guilty. <laughs> like, I love you, but you're guilty as fuck. And you stole yeah. the money and give it back. Dorit's like, and- Dorit's like, Erica, do I think that you had any idea about this? No. But do I really think that? Also, no. I, I do <laughs> think you had something to do with it. PK also, and I, I told. Do think you had- yeah. And, and everyone else does. Counsel. We will always be here for you until you go to jail. <laughs> then that. I've only known you but five like, years. But, Once I'm on that stand, Erica, let it be known. I've only known you five years. <laughs> She's like, I've known you for such a long time. Five years. And if, if But when if, I'm on the stand, um, I've only known you for five years. I don't really know you that well. Yeah. Um, but uh Baggy, to what you said before, where you're like, I disagree, Erica sounding like this. When she is not speaking to Sutton aggressively, I agree with you 100%. But every time she turned that head and looked at Sutton and just did not stutter, I was just like, when Sutton I was said, for Sutton said, uh, do you want to talk to me or not? And she said, no, I don't. I have enough problems and your opinion of me does not matter. And then just walked away. But it does. But it does. Because Erica gets so plucked, gooped, and fucked about anything Sutton says. She's like, you're a small town trainer. It's like, okay. And that's when the poo-poo nail came out. But here's the thing. Erica is so Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde that how are us as viewers ever supposed to believe her? Because she's like, how are you going to do this to me? Shut the fuck up about that. It's like this (laughs) weird, like, Mr. Two-Face, as soon as she's like turning and you're like, you have multiple personalities. I would have given, I would have paid for a seat at that table. A for the oh. caviar quiche and just the endless wine and um, vodka samples that like they said was best, basically made for Kathy. I mean, iconic. But like to watch Erica absolutely lose her gourd and cry to everybody and then just turn her head like a Chucky doll. And like, it's almost like the tears evaporated into her skull and she was like, Oh, what? The best, the best was when Garcelle was also being like, no, you have to like, babe, like I'm trying to meet you halfway. Like I hear you, but like, you have to understand that. Like we have to think about these things. Like we, we like it's an, it's a human reaction. And Erica's just got that one tear rolling down the cheek. Garcelle goes to wipe it off. Erica goes, whoo, swing and a miss. She like, Turns that head so quick. And I was like, no. Then she goes, you can let go of me. That doesn't want to see you come out of this. Oh, you yeah. Go. You, you can oh, let it's go. Oh, it's our favorite. It's Mo and I's favorite impression I do of Erica, where she's like, I'm fine. Let go of me. <laughs> I've been honest and open with you guys. <laughs> But also, she literally when, needs to get back on Broadway because this is a better performance than she ever gave in Chicago. But also, like the thing is, if Garcelle were to wipe that tear off, you know, goddamn well another one wasn't coming. So she was like, "Don't wipe this fucking tear. I need this. Yeah. I need to be seen as the victim." Like, do you guys remember? In, do you remember in America's Next Top Model when they used to roll that stuff under them and they had it made them cry? I feel like. Erica Jane's makeup artist was like, we can't afford the lashes or waterproof mascara, but we can afford this janky stuff where you roll it under your eye and it makes you cry. And she's like, there it is. There it is. She's like, and she, do you realize she keeps going to the bathroom? She's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And then she'll like leave and she's rolling that shit. She's like, oh my God. And she's like, 
<laughs> getting her real ugly crying face on and then she's like <laughs> and then she sits and then down, she looks snatched again and just i mean this she doesn't look there was, snatched so back. much erica's just giving us so much in this fucking no movie. i mean like she goes from like crying to like stone cold oh, yeah, like just, no, how why are you guys doing this to me you why? know and 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 then she goes she goes look at all she's like i'm talking to all of you what are you doing what are you doing i come to these events every single time and i go well bitch it's like all over the news like i don't know what you want me to do you guys i watched this episode with my mom in the room and my sister's visiting from ohio my mom just kept looking at my sister and being like look at me look at me (laughs) i want to ask you guys a serious question yeah shoot if Eileen Davis was still on the cast, what would her reaction be to Erica's beautiful portrayal of I think, she, of, I think uh, she would be like, I think she'd be like Crystal and be like, guys, I don't think it's fair. We can't really ask questions. It's not fair. No, uh, I, no, no, I, I completely I disagree. Like, I think really? that she would yeah. be Sutton, but a little quieter. And she'd be like, yeah. it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Like, look at- I think she'd like, be like, I've seen better waterworks in the studio, honey, please. But I yeah. think for some reason, Eileen had this weird, like, obsession with Erica and, the, like, the whole, like, Erica Jane of it all. I think she would have, like, ridden for her kind of like Rena is. I don't think so. Rena isn't riding for Erica. Rena is riding for a diamond. And I literally wrote down, like, Rena, obnoxious behavior does not a diamond make. No. <laughs> Please. I mean, she was sitting in that corner with that dog and she was like, it's going to be okay, baby. No, when she, <laughs> I when didn't Rena, like her hair. I didn't like her outfit. Nothing oh, I about love, it. But I when Rena went, too. when Rena went, like Erica said something to Rena. She's like, and and Rena like looked down, hunched over, and then went, yeah. Do you guys, do you guys know what I'm talking about? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like someone find that clip and put it right here. She goes, yeah. Like what was? I was like, what on earth was that? It was so weird. But also, I couldn't get over Rena's terrible Botox because if you guys notice, her left eye was so closed during the episode. And she's like, you guys, we should really just like beach. I'm like, oh my God, open both eyes next time you talk to me, Rena, and then you'll talk to me correct. No, seriously. Um, the part that really like kind of I was not expecting this at all because she's been for the past like couple of seasons has been such a like kind of like um, obviously the matriarch, but such a background character, which is Kyle, where she just usually sits at the dinners and kind of like makes these faces and like, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Like, and then goes and does press interviews with like entertainment tonight and people. And it's like, this season is crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Um, I was not expecting her to like really like throw Sutton under the bus and be like, that is not what you said. That is not, no, you're not being honest. You're being like kind of two-faced, like tell her that you think she's a liar and that you think that, Tom did it like hit his head in the car accident or break his yeah, foot or whatever. It's like, well, I do think that the accident story is kind of bullshit. She's like, 
It is. No, it happens. Sutton does backpedal a little bit, though. She does backpedal whenever no, she's but- in front of Erica. She doesn't speak the way that she does about Erica to the other women, which is frustrating because we're all on this. Everybody, the whole fandom is in agreement with Sutton is fucking saving this season. But Sutton, you need to say it to her face. She like, speaks with such conviction to the other women, like such conviction and such wit and everything. And then when she's in front of Erica, she's like, I see your point and I understand what you're going through. And I don't know. But uh, like, and I'm like, it's it's no. crazy that Dorit was the one this episode who was kind of leaning into Erica more than anybody when it was Sutton's battle. Dorit was kind of the one that was like, well, Erica, you know, you you read these things and it's orphans and it's widows and it's a lot to take in. And then she's like, well, Dorit, do you want to trade fucking places with me then? And Dorit's like, I, no, Erica. Is, no, that's no. what is so aggravating. And Garcelle is really like the only one who's like really talking about like what I think, which is like, why is it every fucking time we talk about this? It's imagine how I feel. I don't give a fuck how you feel, Erica. I don't care how you feel. Like these people lost so much money, not just money. They lost like parts of their lives. Like are gone. Burned alive. Burned alive. His girlfriend blew up in the fucking house. His girlfriend died. I I think the main thing that we're not seeing behind the scenes is like, we saw PK and Boy George talk to Dorit about it a little bit. And then we saw Mauricio start to touch on and it's like, well, we better hope. The thing that's happening is like their wealthy husbands are like, fucking get to the bottom of this because we're going to have to pull the plug or whatever. So like Kyle's like, no, Sutton, you wanted to know this. Ask away. Because when they're all together without Erica, they're like, yeah, you're right. Oh my God, that sounds good. They're gaslighting Sutton to be like, Oh my God, we're with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, They're like, Oh my God. Yeah. We're with you. And then she's like, okay, I'm going to be honest at dinner. They're like, way to go. Yeah. Let's do this. And then when Sutton's not getting directly to the fucking point, cause she's trying to be Southern about it and be like, not pussyfoot around it, but she's trying to like ease into it a little bit. Kyle's like, no, you said she's lying, blah, blah, blah. And then that's when I think editing I think Kyle probably said that earlier than Dorit went into it, to be honest. Because I think, like, then Dorit was like, well, okay, yeah. like, Yeah, I don't see Dorit, like, leading the charge. I don't either about that opinion. I think Kyle seemed like she did, which was strange. I mean, I... I think Kyle's declaration was definitely first. and was like, no. I mean, Sutton started the conversation. Yeah. But I think Kyle was like, you know, and I feel so bad because Kathy was like, let's just get through the courses and then let's do this. Yeah, like and they when Dorit like, was like no trying to do. rehash, Dorit was trying to rehash her situation with Garcelle and Kathy's like, mm, let's just eat our dinner. Like not in my fucking <laughs> She's like, like, you should have just sat there and ate your food. Yeah, She's what like, about shut up. I was like, uh, I'm starting to think I should have let Dorit talk. <laughs> <laughs> but that's when we get the, or what? Or what? Or nothing. What? Or nothing. Right, exactly. I Shut don't the f- up. That's like my favorite. Like, or nothing. Or I also what? like when Erica said, I'll go head on with you off fucking day. And that, yeah. that was. Here's bo- what I would have said is that I would have been like, Are you going to sue me? Yeah. <laughs> because who's or what? scared of her? Are you going to take Everybody legal was scared action? Of her. Yeah, everybody was scared of her because she was Erica Girardi and she had a high power lawyer husband. So if anybody crossed her or went against her, you're like, ooh, could I get charged for libel or like, you know, defamation of character? I'm not going to lie, guys. Now they're like, 
I'm still kind of scared. I'd be scared. You. Well, she has an aggressive, scary personality. There's those people. There are those like people that could be like literally like nothing. They don't have like anything to anything to walk on, but they have that personality that just kind of like freaks you out a bit. It just like makes you kind of like. No, I totally agree with that. I mean, I'm excited to see. I feel like this. We didn't even get it to be continued. We didn't get a next episode. I think that there's. We did get it to be continued. I mean, we got it to be continued. We didn't get a preview for next episode. I think that there's more that they didn't show in the trailer to this fight, and I think that it's going to go to a head next episode. It's going to get real ugly. They still have the San Diego trip, which we haven't even gotten to that yet. So there's still going to be at least three or four days in San Diego, three or four episodes, and then. Crystal's final party, the Chinese New Year party, and shit is going to get good. And the and reunion, the reunion next week, guys. And I'm I'm just so excited. Like this is it's gonna. I know that crazy. this is like the gay in me, obviously the fashion gay in me, but I cannot wait for these reunion outfits. Like, what the fuck is Erica Jane gonna wear to her funeral? <laughs> <laughs> that bitch better be. She's gonna be. Oh my god, those men are gonna come to serve. Uh, well, guys, I'm so excited. The season is amazing. I don't want it to end. Um, but that is our Real Housewives of Beverly Hills segment. Now on to another funeral, the funeral of Real Housewives of New York. I'm kidding. So here is our Roni recap. changed me Galentine. and of course those two tequila shots didn't hurt you look amazing yeah, okay. uh, we, we, so we actually look really hot right <laughs> we all got good boobs all right so i kind of can't believe i actually did this <laughs> but <laughs> you know what i took a look in the mirror the girls look pretty all right and then with some rhinestones you know i'm a sucker for crystals so I'm here for it. Don't take it for granted. All right. Let us talk about the finale for this season of The Real Housewives of New York City. Um, I actually was, I was, well, shocker. I was not excited to watch this. I didn't even watch it like the night it aired. I watched it like an hour before Beverly Hills today. Um, But I found myself enjoying this episode a little bit more, much more than like any other episode this season, I think. I agree. I thought that the group chemistry was great. uh, There wasn't any fights, but it just felt like old school, funny Roni. It was everybody. The dynamic was great. The group chemistry was great, which I think is a big sign for Bravo. This last episode also had 120,000, I think, more viewers than the last episode. So I think that this is a good sign looking for the cast next season. The dynamic was really good at the end of it. And I feel like, guys, this cash shake up that you're all like having dreams of and making up in your head isn't going to happen. I think that we're probably going to have close to the same cast with about three new women. I could see that happening. Maybe one demotion. I think that might come from like a Luann or a Sonia. I also think that like they are going to like put in the work to fix Roni. Yeah. Like they're going to cast Bravo's like baby and like, um, and Bravo historian said this on like Twitter and like, I a hundred percent, I a hundred percent agree with this. And this is what I've been trying to tell everyone. It's like, okay, your fave city has had three or four flop seasons. Mm-hmm. Roni has had one. 
Yeah, like let's Beverly like, Hills had like, about let's like months. let's like talk about that. It's like, yeah, was the season not good? Yeah, but guess what? It wasn't as good. It wasn't good to Roni's standards because Roni's standards to me are so high. You know, and I and I want to get into this as a whole. So this is where the whole Twitter beef came from last night. I challenge anybody who a doesn't live here or hasn't visited here to tell me that Ramona, Sonia, and Luann represent. New York City better than Ebony and Leah do. And like, I'm not a Leah enthusiast like Modesto is. But I will say, and I've said it time, time again, you keep those two in the cast, add Tinsley and build a younger cast around them. You will save the franchise. I am tired of Ramona's outdated saying things and like, oops, I didn't mean to say that. Sonia, like, normalizing drunken, out, like, rageous behavior for women of her age. And, like, it's not even an age thing, but, like, this has gone on for so many seasons in the public, and she still doesn't seem to, like, grasp that it's a problem. And everybody's like, we're going to talk to her about it, but we're going to do it at a wine bar after she's drank two espresso martinis. And Luann has kind of given up. You can kind of tell that she's like waving a little bit of the friend of flag. She's like, all right, I don't, she's too caught up in like, I don't want to seem woke enough, but like, I don't know enough language to like even seem like I'm in this scene anymore of New York City. So I think that like, and I won't at anybody specifically, but there is a popular Bravo Twitter handle that's like, the OGs aren't the problem. And I was like, the OGs are the problem. I don't get it. She's like, tell people who want Dorinda back. I'm like, I don't know what you're saying because Dorinda is considered an OG. Like, you people are normalizing Ramona, Sonia's, and Luann's behavior when they say, like, the OGs aren't the problem. Yes, they are. They don't represent New York City anymore. They represent New York City in 1983, 1885. And I think that's what people are really scared of. Like, they don't know New York City. They wanted glitz, glam New York City, no matter what it was. And they wanted it to come from white women. And they think it's just not what they're getting. And that's because New York City hasn't been a character because it's been COVID. I, like, genuinely have a question. To me, it's, I would like to know, I'd like to have a conversation with the people who blame um ebony and leah like what exactly is it to blame on their end that this season isn't doing well one we didn't get new york city because of covid two like they're new so the pressure falls on the ogs who have been on this show for fucking 13 years and aren't bringing it anymore and aren't bringing new storylines aren't bringing fresh storylines at least leah and ebony are bringing us fresh storylines i do agree that ebony has been a lot more likable the second half of the season where she's not trying to teach these white women about poc issues but i think that we definitely those two need to stay on the cast i want to see more so here's uh my take i agree with like maggie to an extent I personally think that there's like a million shows like like that like showcase the younger generation. And I like my housewives to be like at least like pushing 40 or getting a little bit up there. I under I see everything that you're saying about Ramona, Sonia and Luann. And and let me know. I agree with you. 
but it's so hard for me to let them go because I seriously love them so much. Like Roni is my baby. Like this season hurt me so like much, like to watch. It was just so painful. It's like, I've been through the Beverly Hills being painful. I've been through the OC being painful, New Jersey and like Atlanta. Like I've seen all these franchises like slip a little bit and like, we've never really had a slip up with New York. And so this was like tough. And it's like, of course, everyone is like, what's to blame? Like who's to blame for this season being so like rotten. I do not think that the pressure falls onto Ebony and Leah, but I do think that Ebony exudes a little bit of a friend of vibe and not a full-time housewife vibe. Bershawn to me is way more deserving of an apple and like represents what like we've loved about Roni. Like, I think, I think the thing that doesn't make sense is that Ebony doesn't give the personality of like, Roni like Roni's always been like a little bit chaotic and a little bit like you know Leah I don't like her but she at least like yeah she does has give the that chaotic Roni energy energy like I understand that we need a voice of reason but I almost think that Ebony's voice of reason was almost too much of a voice of reason of like being so freaking wise it's like it's it's like even Carol who was the voice of reason had her moments where she was like kind of like delusional and like off like Ebony was like too spot on like did you guys you see know? the rumors that Ebony is in line to get uh, one of the positions on The View? Yes, her and like, Cameron from um, yes. Cam Wembley. Yeah, like she's actually like being heavily considered, which would be great for her. Which like, I've been saying that since the season but started no. on this podcast. I want to call out every single fucking Roni fan on the planet because everybody was calling for Roni to be more diverse. They're like, get diversity on here. We can't just watch white women. And then a black woman was cast. And then let's not pretend that Ebony didn't read the tweets, Facebook groups, Instagram posts about how these women are outdated. Their ideals are outdated. She took it upon herself to be like, okay, not only am I the first black woman cast on such an iconic franchise, I have to come in and be the black woman and do it. Yeah. Then it was like Bershawn got to sit on the sidelines and be like, we're all equal. We're right. all equal. Like, I think girl, Ebony thought equal, that she was doing Beverly what Hill. the fans wanted. She thought she was giving us what we wanted. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think so right we got, that. I don't think we got the authentic Ebony. I think she was like, I have to put this season on my back because I'm the first black woman in New York city, which is the front runner of everybody's Literally. favorite franchise. And it's also the most diverse city on earth. Like, how did that happen? And they were like, diversify it, diversify it. And she was like, okay, hey, I'm diverse and I'm going to teach everybody about it. They're like, not like that. Yeah. (laughs) on it. Well, it was, it's not like, oh, not like that. Not like that. I mean, I know I understand like a lot of people are like saying that and like, but it was, it was to the extent of like being in a, like, in a college like classroom it, well, it felt like there was like most times where it like felt like a classroom it did not feel like it was like an authentic conversation which like like i watched these shows like garcelle was having an authentic conversation with these women that was and, a like, beauty, yeah garcelle had a beautiful and i understand it's also like what you're working with like it's Jeez. kind of hard with like ramona and like and stuff and then like i don't know but i do i I know you want Sonya to go. I can't see Sonya leaving. I love I don't want that Sonya woman like so much. Okay, and, I, she, and if we're building off of, if to your point, Maggie, if we're building off of Ebony and Leah, 
Ebony and Sonia had a very good like duo this season. And I see so do, that. So do Leah and Sonia too. They have a great rapport. I think honestly, we could keep Sonia, Leah, Ebony. Let's bring back Tinsley and let's cast three women of color and make this an actually diverse city to represent New York, the most diverse city on fucking earth. Let's add another black woman. Let's add a, a Pacific Islander. Let's add a South Asian woman. Let's add a Hispanic woman. Let's add a Middle Eastern woman. Let's actually show what New York is, which isn't a bunch of white, white women and one black woman. Let's show different races let's mix it in there let's make it the melting pot i think that bravo take the time take a year if you need to take six months like you did with oc and give us a perfect cast of actual new yorkers also bring the fucking fashion i'm tired of seeing tj maxx fashion like this is new york city where everyone dresses to the nines to go to whole foods i'm seeing women serving fucking looks to go to whole foods i'm tired of the tj maxx fashions I think I'm just as guilty as everybody else when I'm like, I keep telling everybody to like stop comparing things to the old Roni. I'm like, it'll never be the old Roni. And like hearing you guys talk, like, yeah, I'm I'm fully grasping that like, yeah, maybe Sonia should stay. But like watching her older seasons, like she was a completely different person. To me, now she's like that kid who's like, trying so hard to get the passing grade and just isn't and then she's like well I'll do the extra credit and that still isn't getting her passes c plus like even when they were like let's go through your sexual experiences what's your best and your worst she's like oh i like it in a plane on a train with green ham and green eggs <laughs> and leg up it's like she's it, there's no I will authenticity say, no, I was, to it anymore i was dying like, when she's like i like it from the side and then laid on her <laughs> laid on her side and was like like this i was like i liked it when she was like i like doggy. you're exactly who she's appealing to because she's like oh my god look Ta-da! And everybody's like, oh my God. I love my Sonia Rita. That's how I love her. I just love her. Like, there's just like. You have to look beyond it. She's outdated. I don't want to, though. Her her alcoholic fucking outbursts are just too much and they're too dark. Like, we don't need that shit anymore. If we had somebody like Sonia on Potomac, Beverly Hills, OC, everybody would be like, get rid of her. That person's a clown, just like Brashawn Calder. If we had Sonia in any other city, because we've grown to love her based on what she was, but now it's like, oh my, she's just, to me, she's just an older lady trying so hard. And I'm like, please stop. Like, it's, but if, it's sad. But if you're it's saying sad. that Roni with Sonia is wrong, then I don't want to be right. If being Sonia is so wrong, why does it feel so right? I do not want to be right. It is wrong. It is wrong. And you can't bring Tinsley back with Sonia. I mean, I see. I love. I've been watching season nine and ten over, and I love their dynamic. Um, let's get into their boobs. Yeah, let's get I into can. the episode. We've gotten just so like <laughs> off track. Um, so let's get into this episode. Um, we pick right back up. Uh, the like pin the tail on Harry. Harry's on the phone. This is such a weird like conversation, but Ebony's side banter during this whole conversation was hilarious. Like when she was like, he's familiar dick. He's familiar dick. Does he have any money really? Like I think Ramona probably has more money than him. But he's a familiar dick. It's okay. It's like whatever, you know. The fact that he cannot decipher Lou's voice from Ramona or Ramona's is 
incredible to me. I was like, this is the epitome of a fuckboy. Like, oh, yeah. Luann is talking and he's like, mother. And then Sonia chimes in. And he's like, he has no idea who's talking. He's like, how you doing, baby? He's like, which one of you are going to so sleep we- with me? Um, yeah, so then the women are all talking about, like, you know, what is your, like, what was, like, the best sexual experience that you had? Like, you know, um, what turns, like, what turns you on? I thought it was so fucking funny when, um, Lou was, like, I was talking to this man and he spoke five languages and, like, Leo is, like, we know that turns you on. (laughs) 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 It's, like, but like Leah says that um, she thinks Lou is like the best at sex, which like that's like got to be true. It's got to be true because like Lou the history of Roni, like with all the men that Lou has gotten, like I was always like, and she didn't look like how she looks like now. Like she's like she was a little bit like you know I don't know when I look plain. back at the older <laughs> plain. <laughs> Yeah, I was like with those statement necklaces and the hair. Tacky as hell, tacky as fuck. Clearly, didn't have like a proper stylist, but she was still catching more dick than any woman on the cast. And so, and so, I'm like, she's got to be like, she's got to have like a golden pussy. Luann looks like she fucks. Luann looks like she will throw you down and fuck the shit out of you. I will also say, Luann looks better. Luann looks so fucking good. She got her like sexual awakening. Neon pink dress. Yeah, the neon pink professional with the side with the hair down the side. I was like, you know what sucks is that if all the fans know about five episodes were cut this season and the season was cut short. That's why this week was the finale. And you know, that was her last confessional. So she had about five episodes of that, of that confessional to give us. And she's probably so pissed. It only got one little scene tonight, but woof, that one scene, mama, she looked good. Everything. Um, yeah. And then the women are all like Ramona's like trying to like appeal to like Leah and it's like, you know, shows like her pasties and stuff. And then they all just come out and dance in these little like bazazzled like pasties with their tops off. They all looked great. And it was Lou just like a fun boobs. Lou has such good titties. Lou has great boobs, but every time I saw Sonia and Ramona, I felt like I was watching my mother and I'm like, oh uh, Avery, oh poor they look Avery. great for their age. They really do. They do look great for their age, but I'm like Oh my god! Like and Leah, maybe it wasn't time to show those boobs yet. They're not. They're not fully. She cool. needs to. She needs to reconsult her doctor because that uniboob in the center. I've had friends who have had boob jobs in New York. They say that that is done incorrectly. Like it. And she's like, it hasn't set yet. There's plastic surgery is really expensive be, in New York. But Someone they're supposed to be, be separated with, in the beginning and, and then bad. come back together. They're supposed to be separated when you first get them done, then come back together. Hers are a perfect little handheld union and just, I'm like, what is that? There's no separation to it. I don't know. No. Um, so then we go to the Greek restaurant, which this Greek restaurant looks good. I love how like, I, I love how like immediately like they had that little Aperol spritz, like little cart and like, I don't know. I was like, Oh, I want an Aperol spritz. <laughs> Their product placement at its best. <laughs> like, Maggie, I just need if if we're gonna recast these women, okay? I need those little moments that I love about Ron, like Ramona and Sonia. Like I know that they're like and Lou, like the, the the like all those moments are monsters, but I don't have little like ebony moments or little like 
Leah moments. Like, I know that they're still like getting like, you know, into it, but like, it's like every single season we have like a little like Ramona isms, you know, like, I just like love those. So Zach, let me ask you, you're only satisfied with a good ending. (laughs) I love a happy ending. (laughs) No, 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 no. But everything else leading up to that can just be subpar. No. No. And I think that like the like like everything that happened this season was partially to blame on like the OGs. Like I agree with you. But I'm saying that like cutting all the OGs in one fail swoop just doesn't s- sit well with me. I think I if we're going to cut one, I want Ramona out. If there's one that I'm like, I'm done with, I can't do a deal with anymore, then Ramona, bye. I was going to say controversial yet brave opinion is I would keep Lou Ann out of the three. I would keep Lou, but I would keep her as a friend of. And I'd keep Sonya. I'd keep Sonya as a friend of to Tinsley. See, I think that I think Sonya whoever would be comes back into the fold, like if we're bringing back like old wives, kind of like they won't. Dic- di- well, I'm just saying if they did it, that dictates also my opinion on who's on who's who back. Goes. Yeah, like say I think it's gonna say be for next- some say for some reason they brought Jill in. Like I'm pipe dream i like wish like i love jill i'm a jill stan i know mo hates jill but i love jill if they brought jill back on if they brought jill back on hi hi i would not want ramona gone ramona would have to stay yeah like if they brought jill back on ramona has to stay if they bring like back bethany like luann has to stay because bethany versus lou is always so good like you know so good so you're a whore you fuck everybody (laughs) i don't even think it's that this is and you know whatever i think if they stay i want ramona back with mario i want to see that fucking dynamic unfold i want to see sonia actually date somebody we've had seasons and seasons and seasons of her being like i really want to find somebody who i can love and they it's like bitch no you don't like i don't i'm so i'm tired of her fake storylines if Sonia wasn't Sonia and was a newbie and carried on for season after season with like her non storyline storyline, other than fighting with problematic Ramona, we'd all be like, get out of here. See, that's why she I has think that Sonia nothing. could be a good friend of. I think it'd be good to see her as a friend of, like in some capacity. We don't want to see her gone, but maybe there isn't enough room on this sinking ship to have her on full time. Like I would love to have her on as a friend of, and then maybe we keep Lou. Listen, we'll see. I think we're going to have the next six months of a tons and tons of casting rumors with Roni. And we're going to be shooting each other text messages every fucking day for the next six months about this when the reunion's over. And I think that we'll see. And I think these casting rumors are going to, they're going to fix it. They're going to fix it guys. They're going to get, they're going to get anyways, back to the episode. Leah starts to cry because she kind of like, feels like she hasn't like been able to like let go of the Rob situation. Cause they're all like so close. It's like a little family with her and her daughter and then Rob, but like she doesn't want to like disrupt that by dating someone else. I don't know. I feel like Leah cries on command. Like, I feel like Leah like takes a moment and it's like, I'm going to cry felt, right now. This felt a little bit more raw and real to me than the weirdness in Salem. I don't think that Leah per se is still in love with Rob. I just think that she's like in love with the idea of having that family union and that she knows that she has that with Rob. So she can't have like that close knit family unit with someone else. Cause she already has that with Rob. I don't think there's any really, there's love like family love there, but I don't think she wants to be with him, 
But I think it'd be interesting to see who she actually dates and who she ends up with and to see her like really dating in the city and, you know, be with someone. Yeah. Yeah, I will build on that too. And you guys know that I can't stand Leah, but I think that there's an <laughs> element. I think there's an element that we're not seeing of her sister having a child and still being with the baby's dad. And she is yeah. like really not dealing with that well. She's happy for her sister, obviously, but I think Leah is like really just going through it. And she's sober. And like Modesto, you can, you know, sympathize with that. Like you don't have an outlet to like get rid of those thoughts for even a second. Like she used to like, you don't have alcohol to turn to. You don't have anything else. Like you're just constantly focused on like what other people have. And maybe you don't, or like, you know, it takes a minute to be like, I'm actually in a better place than before. And I think that she's like there now post filming. But I think like during this, it was like, Oh my God, what am I doing? And I think it's like, she was so new into sobriety that Rob felt like a safe place to land to talk about. And like, she was crying and she's like, no, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. But like, I think she's just tired of like dating because it's hard in New York city. especially when you have a fucking title, like Roni, like that adds another layer of fakeness of people. And like, you can tell that like she just doesn't want to date fake people who like want to be with her because she's like bravo famous and like that has to be super difficult and again i do not like her i do not want her on the next season but i will say that i sympathize with somebody who you can tell like i grew up with a single mom like it's tough and you always want to be with like the baby's dad and you know her younger sister is and they're always together. And I think she really respects her younger sister. And I think it's, I think it's tough to not yeah. be able to like, I also think like, that there's a lot to grow on that story. And there's a lot more that I want to see from it. That's why I do want her back next season. There's a lot of fresh storyline there and there's a lot I think to see. And I will be, but watching. I want my, I want my housewives at least having glasses of wine. I can't have you being sober all the time. I think this that she was like, like or you can't have too many sober housewives. Yeah, yeah. There's a ca- it's a cast of five and two out of two are sober. sober. It's like, ugh. see, that's where I think. Sorry, Lou, we gotta see you go. Yeah, I, I, I love say, the funny thought, with my girl Lou. <laughs> you never thought I'd say this, but I'd rather keep Leah than Lou at this uh, point. At least Leah like brings the drama. Well, yeah. Lou, Lou is like, like you said, like she is giving very much like checked out. Like, out. I because think that she Lou knows her fame beyond on, like, it. The cabaret tour and Lou's career is going to keep on going, and she could do Dancing with the Stars, which she's rumored to be on this season, and so is Kenya Moore. Like, I think it's JoJo Siwa, yeah, and jo- with JoJo Siwa and um, Lori Lachlan's criminal daughter. So, get the cat. So, so let's get into like the the dinner, like the, the party that they have all together. And I also want to, oh. I have in my notes, the breaking dishes just reminded me of Rihanna's I'm breaking dishes all night. I love that. Okay. Yes. Um, Bershawn arrives to the house. One thing um, you guys, I like have like after this season, I'm gonna have like PTSD from like Ramona's Hampton house. Like I don't, I don't, I don't think house. I ever want to see that house again. Like I, I feel like we spent, your wish. 
like this uh season was the real housewives of Ramona's Hampton house. Like it they like, tried really... to make it like a summer house thing. <laughs> yeah, I hated it. But anyways, Brashawn arrives. I'm a Brashawn stan. And this episode like solidified that for me even more. I love Brashawn. I wish she got an apple. It makes me I so think mad. That Bershawn was on such a shitty season that this is the last we're going to see of her. I don't think we're going to see her. Which scares me. Yeah, I think she's going to go by way of Barb. Yeah, same. No, I know. I know. I agree. And it, like, And it sucks me. because she could be someone that we could grow on and she could be a great either friend of or housewife in the future. But I think that this season was so bad and she got such the raw end of the stick that uh, our, Bersh- our Bershaw, we're not going to see her again. I love my girl Bershaw. What do you guys think about the outfits, though? Who looked the best as each other, as each other's doppelganger? Ramona was giving... I loved Ebony in the Luann wig. Yeah. Oh, my God. I was like, you look fucking stunning. And she even said in the episode, she's like, I kind of am living for this wig. (laughs) Leah was giving more Lady Gaga art pop then Ramona <laughs> like I didn't you see, understand that that was couldn't you see like Lady Gaga with an IV like that in that outfit coming out on tour and be like all right pop spawn with everything like that's what I just like that's all I could see Leah was giving me more like Margot Robbie and I Tanya than any <laughs> Ramona I was like I don't understand but Ramona as Leah was a fucking knockout out of it was the- a key it was so it- fucking funny like when she was like in the like mirror like she's like love hot Cucks, hot cucks. I need some light, Leah. I need some hot. Who is hot? What's hot? And then she's like choking on the gum. I was like, what's the gum? Like, what is the gum prop? Like, then they kind of they flash back, and Leah does always have gum. (laughs) Yeah, but she doesn't chew it like that. Like Like, Ramona was like. I love when Sonia was like, "Well, I've never heard her say she wanted a hot cock, but." I just love that Lou's like, well, I'm not doing blackface, so. <laughs> you guys, I've been. Could <laughs> you imagine if Luann walked down those stairs with the same like spray tan that she had when she wore Diana Ross? I just Hi, rewatched I'm that Ebony season. And when I was sick forward. last week, I rewatched that season and I was like, how was this not more of an issue? The only person who thought it was an issue was Carol. Carol was like, guys, that was really not okay. Like, we can't do that in like whatever. I don't know how a producer didn't like when she was getting ready, like, no, you need to change, babe. Literally. And then even Bethany Frankel was like, oh, that's that's just, uh, that's Luann just out there, out of the box. Bethany Frankel is problematic. Let's all stop acting like she's super woke. She's not. She has a brand called Skinny Girl. She has a brand called Skinny Girl. This is not a, a woman who's not like Maybe I shouldn't do that. She's like, yeah. oh, I will. And I'm going to make Skinny Girl vodka, popcorn, mixers. Every deli meat, jeans. Deli meat, jeans. Yeah. If you were like, oh, man, I've learned from my mistakes. You wouldn't call it Skinny Girl anymore. But yeah. now I the mean. one who literally had me laughing hysterically was Brashan as Sonia going, Century 21, baby. Century 21. <laughs> Faux fur. Faux fur. Yeah, I didn't marry the I, I didn't marry a banker. I married the bank. Uh, no, no, no. Like I just like Brashawn is such a key. She's so funny. She matches the energy of the show. She's like so fresh. She's like a woman of color. She's like successful. She like has a storyline of like battling cancer and like surviving it. It makes me so fucking mad that she did not get an apple. And it makes me even matter to what you guys were saying that she's probably not going to get a, any form of a contract next year. And it just 
Makes she probably won't sense. even be at the fucking reunion at this. No, point. Like, who knows? Yeah, probably I don't think does. so. Which like, I will say that reunion, um, Leon Bershon as Ramona and Sonia had me dying. Uh, yeah, that no, was that was good. super funny. That was hilarious. I liked this episode. It was like a nice little wrap up. It felt like the dynamics were there, the friendships were there. I really enjoyed this episode. I was like smiling from ear to ear the entire. Episode. Yeah, I, I was too. I like it was the most enjoyable episode of the season besides like I'd say like the first like three episodes like started off like fine. And then it just like was. Yeah. All it downhill. Was, it went. I want to I want to end this uh, conversation with a question. Yes. Should there be a Real Housewives of New York reunion? What are your questions? And say your name and what city you're from. <laughs> you guys, if if you guys don't know this, Maggie's question actually got uh, asked on the Salt Lake City reunion. They said, sure Maggie from New Jersey, uh, or from Hoboken, and they asked her question, and it was a good fucking question. Wait, what was your question? Oh my God, I had so many people send it to me. So it was during the Salt Lake City reunion part one. And I I had sent it when I was like wine drunk on the couch. And it was, um, hi, uh, Maggie from Hoboken, New Jersey. My question is for Whitney. Um, I know you said you're not swingers, but if you were, which couple would you swing with and why? (laughs) Oh my God. And she clearly picked Meredith and Seth, but Mm -hmm. she was like, just Meredith. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, okay, strange. I'll do that. But I, I mean, I was mentioned on like comments by Bravo, a bunch of podcasts. Uh, a lot like, of everybody it picked was, it up. It was a moment. It was that's it was, amazing. Um, I okay. So, do I think Roni should have a reunion? Modesto from New York, New York here. Um, I think that maybe like a one par reunion is fine with me. Yeah. No, 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 no. That's not what I'm asking. Oh, what's tea? Ask the question as if you're asking the cast. Oh. You know how Andy's like, I'm taking questions for the Real Housewives of New York. Like, should what am get- I asking? Like, what am oh, I asking? Yeah, like, should he tweet that? I'm I'm taking questions for the Real Housewives of New York. Tweet me your questions. Tell me who you are and what city you are from. Like, put it out there. Because I was like, Maggie, Hoboken. Whitney, who you fucking other than your husband if you were a swinger? And she was like, Meredith. Like, I can't so even say. Like, so, wait, are you asking us, should he ask question? Should he no, tweet that? No. Or, or what's, what's your, our question? No. question? Yeah, if what's he, your question? If he does, if he were to tweet that, what would your question be for the cast of Roni? No. I got nothing. <laughs> Oh my god, are you guys serious? No, I know I have something, but my brain is also shutting off. Hold on. Um I would probably ask. <laughs> I'd probably ask Sonia if she shagged the guy from the matchmaker or if they just like had bacon and bloody Marys. There you go, Modesto. I'd ask Leah who gave her COVID. Was it Mara in the boxer or her sister? <laughs> um, I think mine would definitely go to Lou. And who was the guy that she was shagging in the Garth. beginning of the season? Garth. Where'd Garth go? And why? <laughs> Lou, where the he fuck was is like Garth? The highlight. Yeah. I wanted to climb him like a tree. And Lou, I know you did. 
She def she absolutely did. She so did. Well, we'll see if we actually even get a reunion. I heard that it is happening, but it's being filmed. The, like, what's bothering me is like at that point, if it's being filmed in late September, which is like today's September 1st. So if it's being filmed late September or early October, I don't want it anymore. Why do we care like, at that point? I barely want it now. Yeah, like I, I barely, I, like, want, I barely it want it now. Like if anything, I'm like, just give me like a one part thing. But like, why would I even be, why am I going to turn on? I will obviously this but is, like i know but this is why to my boyfriend because he doesn't understand bravo yet he's like why can't you just wait for the reunion i'm like because if you and i broke up and you text me a week later i'd still take you back i'm like if i get it four months later i'll be like oh honey i'm i'm done moved on i've had salt lake and potomac and atlanta's coming back like i don't yeah, I don't need it anymore. And like, we won't even know what the stories are at that point. We won't care. Like, we're Bravo fans, but it's not that serious. We're gonna be like, who, Leah? What's the? Yeah, what? I don't, need it, Ebony, right? I don't need it at all. <sighs> Anyways, this the season was tough, but we we survived it, guys. Let's give ourselves a pat on the back, a round of applause. We we survived the Roni flop season and hopefully it's not turning into a flop era where we have multiple seasons that uh, just drag on like this but anyways that is our roni recap so that is our episode of it's about bravo make sure you guys follow us on instagram twitter and tiktok at about underscore bravo i will be out of tiktok jail in about two days so the tiktoks will be coming back um since i got suspended for a second um but anyways thank you guys so much for listening maggie thank you so much for coming on we love your hot takes and they are hot and they do come fiery but like we are here for it thank you so much for coming on uh maggie where can everyone follow you for these opinions uh, you can follow me at NYC Blonde No O on both uh, Twitter and Instagram. So it's NYC B L N D E, baby. Yes. And yes. it is very entertaining on Twitter, I will say. She's a um, kiki. <laughs> <laughs> I will say. So make sure you guys tell all your friends about the podcast and like, rate, and review. And we will see you guys next time. Bye. 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 I love you guys.